Good morning. My name is Father Patrick Woods. I'm a redemptorist, a pastor of St. Mary's Parish in Annapolis. Today is Wednesday of Holy Week. And traditionally, this day has been called Spy Wednesday, because this is the day that the gospel speaks about Judas making the plan to betray our Lord Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Now, I have an interesting connection to this day. So I was born on a spy Wednesday, not this particular day, but since I was born in early April, I, I was born at that time on the day itself. And my sister, who was a little bit older and liked to tease me, would say to me, you're a spy from Russia when I was a little kid. But really, this day is a very sad day. Uh, I would say Judas Iscariot is one of the most tragic figures, if not the most, in the entire Bible. The man who betrayed our Lord for 30 pieces of silver with a kiss. Now, Judas was one of the 12 apostles. He was chosen by Christ, and our Lord must have seen something good and special in him that led him to choose him. The scripture tells us that he was kind of in charge of the purse, that the apostles shared their money and what they had with one another as a common group. And it also tells us that he was a thief. So he was probably greedy. Um, But there's different speculation about Judas. Uh, One theory that some scholars have, I'm not sure if it's true or not, is that Judas was trying to get Jesus to move forward, to begin the revolution, to overthrow the Romans, and that by betraying him, Christ would then call down the armies of heaven. Obviously, if that were true, Judas didn't understand Jesus' message at all because his kingdom was not of this earth. But don't forget, too, I often remind people that Judas, after the terrible deed of betraying Christ, also tried to undo it. He goes back to the high priests and leaders and tries to bring back the silver recognizing that he had done something terribly wrong. And they kind of laugh at him and say, uh, that's not our business. And I think he threw the money in the temple uh, in the front of the authorities, and they eventually used it to buy a cemetery. And then the saddest of all is we know Judas hanged himself. Now, I, I like to think that somehow between the moment he let go and let the rope break his neck, maybe he repented. We don't know. We don't know if God forgave him or not, or if he spends eternity in hell away from God. God is just, but he's also merciful. But I'd like to make a brief comment also on suicide. Uh, Suicide often touches some of our own families, and it's a great heartbreak. Some of our people we least expect may take their life, and it's heartbreaking for those who 
are in the family and friends and they can't understand it. And all I can say is I cannot imagine how much pain, how much terrible pain, whether it's depression or guilt or some terrible burden that would lead a person to take his or her own life. And I think the family is left with the question, how will God judge their loved one who's committed suicide? Years ago, and before Vatican II, the church would not bury someone who committed suicide or allow them in a Catholic cemetery. Those days have passed, thank God, because I think through our understanding of psychology, simply said someone who commits suicide is not in their right mind and that they really aren't free as they make that horrible decision. So the church now celebrates a funeral and welcomes them to be buried wherever the family chooses because we believe in God's mercy and there can be no clear sense that this person has uh, died without faith. It's really he died because, or she died because of an incredible pain. But it still haunts families and it's always a terrible tragedy. So we pray for all victims of suicides and for their families who mourn them. God bless you today in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.